Hello and welcome to the Seven Shifts Audio Series Interview Edition, where we sit down with the best minds in the restaurant industry to inspire you with new ways to improve your business. I'm Dew, the Seven Shifts Brand Strategist. And I'm DJ, Seven Shifts Content Writer. And today we're here with Seven Shifts' own Preston Younger, Head of U.S. Operations, VP of Sales, and the former VP of Brand Solutions at Yelp. Preston, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your experience in the industry? Great. Well, first of all, uh, DJ and Du, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, a big, uh, big weight on my shoulders being the inaugural guest, but um, very excited nonetheless. Uh, you know, just real quick, my 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 career. Um, you know, large part of you know, 15 plus years has been um, in the sales revenue space, um, largely for tech companies, um, and you know, even more specifically, um, a lot of that has in, been in the hospitality tech space. Um, so. Yelp, as you as you um, mentioned earlier, uh, Seven Shifts obviously there as well. But even before Yelp, um, I worked for IAC, uh, which is the parent company to City Search, Ticketmaster, Evite, Match.com, a bunch of um, e-commerce um, and small business focused early heyday of the internet days uh, tech companies, as well as Yahoo and Apple um, prior to that. So, I've I've worked for a number of. Bi- <laughs> I'm still working. I've got a lot, lot more work to do, um, but I'm, I'm excited here uh, to talk with you all about uh, the restaurant industry and technology in particular. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, kind of diving right in, you know, coming from your experience and, and, you know, what we learned about the industry going through the year that we did last year. Uh, where do you see the most opportunity for restaurants uh, going into this year and, and beyond? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's, you know, it's interesting if we kind of look back to when the pandemic hit and started to cause a lot of uncertainty and question marks in all of our minds, um, specifically those of us that are focused on the restaurant space, you know, I think we were like, wow, is, you know, is the industry that we love and we serve going to be completely decimated for the future? And I think, you know, thankfully now where we sit today, you know, almost a year later, um, I actually see a lot of opportunity. Um, there's obviously a lot of still, you know, plaguing issues and, 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 and challenges that restaurant owners are, are facing. Um, but I think the one thing that we've seen that's been really positive for the long run is the progression of adoption of technology to be able to better optimize and run your restaurant um, and all businesses, but specifically restaurants. Um, so I think that's the opportunity is the technology has been there, um, you know, and now the technology is even is getting better um, even still through the past year. And, you know, it's sort of like if you were sitting on the sidelines and, you know, a little reluctant to build out that tech stack for your restaurant, you know, um, you have plenty of options and opportunities to do so. And you have in the past year. And, you know, I imagine a lot of restaurants that were not embracing that notion have now. Um, and those kind of laggards that are still kind of holding their breath, waiting through now a full year of the pandemic are, you know, going to have to come off the sidelines and start to uh, adapt the usage of technology to be able to sustain, you know, and, you know, on top of sustaining, you know, most effectively run your restaurant, right? And that's what it's all about. Um, So you you don't have to have live in this world of, you know, sort of a, you know, thin, narrow margins, um, which has typically been, you know, associated with restaurants specifically and where I'm based, um, typically, uh, I'm, in our Vermont house right now, but in New York city market, it is all about thin margins and, you know, you're just doing it for the labor of love. Um, that's why you run a restaurant. And so if it can become a more viable business vehicle for people to actually make, you know, um, fair wages as owners and be able to live and, and live off of the thing they love by way of technology, I think that's the opportunity we see now more than ever moving forward. Yeah, definitely. And I think like it's even important for tech 
solution providers to think about how their systems integrate with other systems because that's going to be really important for restaurant owners as well as not just having that technology but having it speak to each other so the less admin work you can do to make sure your systems are speaking the same language um, the better it's going to be for streamlining operations absolutely and and, and, I, and i would be remiss to not mention that's one of the things i love about seven shifts right that we we are you know, somewhat agnostic, we always have been in terms of working with and plugging in with uh, the best providers on either side of us, right, in terms of point of sale, um, payroll, um, and, you know, online ordering, um, back of house, right, and sort of making sure that we're, you know, maintaining that connection with those businesses, both on a business perspective, as well as technology perspective and integration perspective, to be able to give that choice, that optionality to the restaurant owners around, hey, whatever works best for your restaurant, you know, we as seven shifts, want to make sure we're not making that more cumbersome than it might already be. Um, and I think a lot of restaurant-focused te uh, technology companies are starting to more embrace that as well and, you know, not try to be siloed or, you know, maybe the exception would be some of the big behemoths that we know, um, you know, we don't have to mention that are trying to go out and do everything under the sun um, to serve restaurants, right? And that's, that's a whole different strategy, but um, most of the individual, you know, kind of specific solution-based technology companes that are focused on restaurants are, are all about the open ecosystem, which I think Definitely. is great. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, on the flip side of that opportunity that you see, what do you see as the biggest challenges facing the industry right now? And how might those have changed from the early pandemic challenges we saw? Yeah, I mean, we there's a, there's a number of, of challenges that um, have been in place since, you know, we were all kind of hit with this and the restaurant industry is still, um, you know, holding on for hope of being able to open back up to 100% capacity in all markets, right? And that's a big question mark. You know, we're seeing some good signs of life in terms of, you know, even in the New York market, uh, New York, New Jersey, you know, moving towards 25%, 35% in the coming weeks to kind of open, open up indoor dining again. And we're seeing that in other markets. That's a big question mark. That's going to be a challenge for, well, it's going to be a challenge until not only we can get 100% um, sort of uh, capacity open back up again, but the then now that the behavioral change of consumers that has been, you know, changed forever um, around their inclination to go out and dine in um, and patronize those restaurants, that's, that's something that we have to see. How will that change and shift back or meet somewhere in the middle between the way things used to be and kind of the, the, the forced off-putting that we all have had to have in place as consumers around not being able to go in and dine in restaurants for so long. And, um, that's a big question mark in my mind. And that's a big challenge for, for restaurants because when you've built your restaurant focused on dining indoors primarily um, and, and you don't know how to really do anything else other than like they're just additive to the business you're running, that's been flipped upside down on its head. We've seen some really great adaptations of businesses to, you know, and municipalities have opened up parklets and outdoor dining is really great, heat lamps and the such. But, um, that's been a Band-Aid approach, I think, and it's been viewed that way by most restaurant owners, the temporary uh, solve to get back to business the way things were. Even when you get back to business, we open up the restaurants. How many people that once patronized indoor dining will still do so? That's a big question mark. That's probably one of the bigger challenges I see. Um, and that balanced against the costs, right? The overhead expenses of running a restaurant in the traditional sense. So I think with those challenges, though, comes, you know, comes the opportunity for some other um, things that we might see kind of, you know, or have already kind of started to emerge in the 
restaurant kind yes. of hospitality tech space. Innovations with challenges comes the pressure to innovate and evolve. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I mean, what, where do you see those innovations kind of going? Do you think that restaurants um, should be focusing more on that delivery, or say, um, you know, should they be waiting out, kind of waiting to see what that indoor dining looks like? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, ultimately, in, in any sort of, sort of business, when you're when you're building that business, or you're trying to rebuild, or trying to adjust based on some of the you know market changes that are in the segment that you serve, in this case, restaurants, you have to kind of follow where do your uh, where do your customers or prospective customers um, see you, or where are they trending towards in terms of how they spend their time and money, and I think that's probably the biggest challenge is behavioral changes in terms of consumers have now been adapted. Some of them may not go uh, back to the way that they used to consume in terms of restaurants and have been changed and forced to do more online ordering um, or sort of making reservations to sit on a parklet outdoors um, sporadically. And so if that's the case, and if that becomes the, you know, let's say we get back to 100% occupancy, then I think that restaurants do have to change and, and look at things like downsizing their um, physical space, right? They need to look at potential alternatives to uh, decrease that cost of overhead and, you know, be able to be more nimble in terms of, you know, we can sustain even if we don't have 100% capacity on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, you know, and for example, and and that's that's no small, small challenge or feat for restaurants to try to figure out, especially if you've been running your restaurant for quite some time or it's a generational uh, based business. And, and so I think that's Unfortunately, we've already seen it. That's where there's a lot of fall off of a lot of restaurants already that have gone out of business and probably won't come back. And um, it's it's heartbreaking in that sense. But I think it's like if you look at it completely, you know, removed from it being in the restaurant space, I think you look at history in terms of industries that have been decimated, um, knocked down, you know, consolidated in terms of, you know, players that were in that space, um, forced to leave the space or fold their businesses. It, you see an emergence of, of new business and new opportunities. And I think that's where you see probably more of the tech progressive uh, restaurant owners be the ones that kind of get more um, in the mix, in the hunt, and be able to better adapt to that. Again, that question mark that I raised, which is how do consumers um, want to consume in terms of restaurants? And, and let's assume, let's, it's safe to say that I think indoor dining won't go back for quite some time to the way it was prior to the pandemic. So if that's the case, then how do you run a restaurant? And furthermore, how do you start a new restaurant? And I don't have the answers to these, but I think technology is a big asset to be able to leverage. You can't do it without like thinking about your technology approach. And that's not the case for going back a year or two plus years ago, you could theoretically go and, and open up a restaurant and consider yourself like, I'm not so good at technology, right? And that could be could very well be the case and you could get by um, with that approach. I think it's a lot harder to take that approach these days and I think will be for the future. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think just, you know, kind of meeting your customers where they want to be, um, you know, and just be open to adapting and, and evolving your restaurant. It might not look like what you envisioned when you first opened, but, um, you know, you don't really have that option anymore. Yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, uh, you know, so I, I, I obviously through seven shifts, I'm pretty plugged into a lot of what's going on and kind of some of the the reaction or response to the pandemic and, and, and the, you know, adoption to technology, both, you know, not, not just seven shifts, but technology op opportunities to, you know, figure out direct delivery or figure out a d delivery or online ordering strategy period. Um, 
you know, another place too is, so I'm, I'm involved in a number of um, kind of hospitality associations and restaurant associations, including the uh, co-founding of Hoboken Hospitality Alliance. And one of the great things there is there's now been, we've seen with Hoboken Hospitality Alliance, there's more of a, an interest and desire to have like resources and go seek out resources for help. So that's another thing too that I've seen change drastically from, again, going back a year, two years, the um, restaurant owners that have been running their business for a period of time, they typically were reluctant to ever go look for any new resources or information, right? And now there's this openness, this change of mindset to say, you know, they may not be going directly to a um, software or hardware provider to say, hey, give me your best pricing and tell me, give me your, give me your sales pitch, but they might be going to, and they are going to, I've seen it firsthand, hospitality alliances and restaurant associations in the market that they're in and saying, hey, I want to learn more. I want to become you know, more understanding of technology and how technology could potentially help me think about running my business differently. That openness is something that we've seen a lot more of than ever before. And that's a really good thing because that means that, you know, again, that means the technology that's out there um, has an opportunity to be found um, by this openness of interest in, you know, kind of call it legacy restaurant owners wanting to educate themselves, learn, and potentially a, a sort of adopt new technology. And then it puts the onus on technology providers to really level up what they're providing so that they stand out in a positive way compared to, you know, in some respects, a very cluttered space. Um, if you talk about online ordering and delivery, it's very cluttered. And so how do you differentiate your offering from, you know, the other uh, big players in the space? And I think that's a really good thing. That's a healthy thing for any industry to have that competition um, and have that scrutiny, right? That sort of, you know, checks and balances in place to make sure these providers are putting out good products. You know, the good, the good products, the good companies will float to the top. Those that are not will either be consolidated um, or fold their business, you know, technology business because they're not providing a great, you know, or sub, they're providing a subpar product. Um, and that will be how the, the way things go moving forward. Um, that will be a helpful thing too, because it'll remove some of that distraction from the restaurant owners and getting all the, you know, fielded sales calls that they, they get, um, have gotten before the pandemic. And now they're getting it even more. So I'm sure, um, consolidation, I think is going to be something we've already seen some of that happen, um, here in the past, you know, six months and earlier this year, we've already seen a couple of things, even just, I think just yesterday, the day before Uber Eats just acquired Drizzly, right? And so Uber Eats is taking on not only the food uh, restaurant delivery space, but now they're taking over liquor and alcohol delivery, right? Because we've seen a boom in that through the pandemic. Um, so that's just another more of a recent example, but I th we think we'll see a lot more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think, um, you know, the kind of last question that we had was, you know, where do you see the industry, uh, the restaurant tech industry specifically, you know, evolving and, you know, what kind of consolidation do you see happening? But I think, um, you know, you kind of touched, touched on all that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I think um, it's the technology industry uh, for restaurants has been forced to evolve, has been forced to make improvements. I mean, we've seen it ourselves with seven shifts, make improvements to our product, make sure that we're catering to the customers that we serve, the restaurants that we serve. And, you know, the same thing is being said around other technology providers. And then the flip side is if you're not leveling up, if you're not a successful restaurant tech company, you know, ultimately you're going to end up going out of business or being, you know, scooped up. Um, by bigger companies and hopefully fold it in as a more viable solution by that bigger company. But the consolidation I definitely see happening um, and expansion, right? So expansion of companies into the restaurant space because of that openness, um, open-mindedness to adopt technology in a way that restaurants have never been as open-minded as they are today in the past. So that's 
that will be the that will be the positive sign of light moving forward. Um, and you know, I'm I'm excited for that opportunity for us to be able to see the. I don't I don't want to call it a a resurrection, but I think like a new a new beginning in terms of like a tech powered, you know, restaurant world, um, which we were trending towards. We just have had you know we've accelerated things quite a bit this past year. Cool. Yeah, I think um, you know I think that's all the time you know we have. Um, but you know, Preston, thanks so much for joining us today. It's it's uh, yeah, it's been you. awesome to have you as our first guest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for tuning into the Seven Shifts Audio Series Interview Edition. You can find more great insights about the industry at our blog or join our community on Facebook, The Tip Jar. Find these links and more in the show notes. Until next time.